Well, uh, some of you are so far away I can hardly see you. I hope you can hear me in the back, can you? Good morning again. Today, as you just saw, we recited the Decalogue, which we do on the first Sunday of every month, the Ten Commandments. Why do we do that? Why do we bother with the Ten Commandments? Aren't those the Old Testament superseded by our Lord Jesus Christ coming to earth? It's one of the big questions that Christians have wondered about since the first century. And the great theologians and scholars have written about it, studied about it. What is the proper function of the law, as it were, for a Christian? We know that our salvation, our right standing with God, does not depend on law-keeping. That system has been superseded by the coming of Jesus Christ, and it's because of faith in him, and only because of that, only through Christ, by Christ alone, that we can be right with God. So does that mean we can ignore the law? We can ignore the Ten Commandments? Well, the law of God is not abolished by the coming of Christ. It is not eliminated as a guide for moral teaching, as a standard for us to strive for, to aspire to, even though we know that we don't keep it perfectly. You remember the story of Jesus meeting up with a rich young man who came and said, Master, what do I need to do to receive eternal life? And Jesus said, well, you, you know the commandments. Uh, and he recited a couple of them. And the young man said, what? Well, I've kept those all my life. Well, how, what an absurd statement. Because we know, if we're honest with ourselves, that we don't keep those commandments for 10 seconds, let alone for our whole life. But Jesus didn't jump down his throat or rebuke him. He said, well, that's wonderful, but you're still missing something. You need to sell your goods, give to the poor, and come follow me. What Jesus was really saying was, you need to follow the first and greatest commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Not your money, not your status not your circumstances, but put God first. And as we know, that young man couldn't do it. He went away sad, for he had many possessions. So what do we do with the law today? Well, we can be sure that it's not completely eliminated as a guide for us. For example, the Bible has many statements on this. Uh, John says in 1 John, by this we can be sure that we have come to know him, Christ, if we keep his commandments. And he says later in that same letter, for this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. And then in 2 John, he says again, and this is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the very commandment you have. St. Paul said, 
Do we then nullify the law by this faith in Christ? Certainly not. The language is emphatic. Instead, we uphold the law. In Matthew's gospel, we have this, but when the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they came together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law. And he said, as we just heard, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul, with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And what Jesus explained is on these two depend all the law and the prophets, the Ten Commandments we recited this morning, the teachings of the prophets in the Old Testament. Because those specific guidelines are detailed statements that explain for us or elaborate on the greatest commandment, loving God above all with everything we have. And I know that I don't do that. My guess is none of us does that. But it tells us what we should try for. Jesus is the last and greatest expositor of the law, someone wrote. He entirely upholds the moral law, showing complete obedience to its demands in his own life and demonstrating in his teaching the original intent of the law's demands. You remember Jesus said to the Pharisees who kept every little comma, splice, and punctuation mark of the law, you've forgotten the heart of the law, justice, mercy, and love. You follow the rules, but you have no love in your heart. Jesus intensified the requirements of the law and brought new demands of his own without, however, clearly abrogating any of the moral commands. You remember, for example, Jesus said, the commandment says, don't commit adultery. But if you lust after a woman in your heart and think about that and let that seep into your mind, you're as guilty as if you had done the act itself because it's the heart that God looks at as well as what we do. Here's what Jesus had to say himself. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. In John's gospel, Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And we might say you will strive to keep them. It will be important to you to keep them, to live for Christ's pleasure. Jesus said, whoever has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him. Again, Jesus said, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. My Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. And finally, Jesus said, if you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. So 
I don't mean to pound at home too repeatedly, but it's important. And it's clear that Jesus thinks it's important. Jesus said, not one jot or tittle of the law will pass away until the final consummation of my kingdom. Here's what uh, one author said by way of conclusion. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Does that sound familiar? That's in the Book of Common Prayer on page 83, quoting Ephesians 2.10. God created us anew in Jesus Christ for good works that he prepared in advance for us to walk in with God's help to the best of our ability. Amen.